Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, United Airlines. Increasingly, I just don't use Facebook. Increasingly, Facebook is not a thing for me because whenever you engage on Facebook, you are attacked from multiple fronts. Even now, photographs that I used to post to Facebook, I just send to folks like Brandon DiCamello. I send to my family. I send to other people rather than posting it up on Facebook. I don't want to give Facebook a luxury associated with my day-to-day life because it doesn't yield any meaningful benefit to me. And the United Airlines case is one of these cases. I work in an industry where I'm taught, quite literally, from where I start, not to comment on anything associated with the stuff that I do. Now, I can kind of side comment without commenting explicitly. I can do certain things. But in terms of officially weighing in on anything associated with the nature of the business that I work in, we're taught not to do that. So I guess this isn't done associated with people that work in the travel industry. I've seen a number of very curious posts associated with a gentleman that was dragged off the United Airlines flight. The thing that strikes me about this is that United Airlines lost about 10% of its net worth within that short period, literally three days, and their shares continue to drop accordingly. I stopped flying United Airlines about five years ago, and somewhat ironically, I actually put more money into travel now than I've ever put in at any time in my life, because, in part, I choose not to fly United. I find other carriers. I've flown United for probably more than 20 years. For a period of time, I was a member of their frequent flyer miles. It was what I flew exclusively for a number of years. But the quality of service on United is really appalling, and in particular in international flights where I spend most of my money for travel. United is just a horrible carrier. They have not invested in radar, a variety of things that are so useful in having a nice flight. And there's also a quality of flying United which was captured in the guy getting dragged off the plane where you feel like you're in an authoritarian state. Many of the US carriers do this. They abuse the fastened seatbelt sign. They do a variety of things just to make sure that you realise that you're under control for the entire time you're on one of their flights. And this strikes me as a really unpleasant undercurrent which means that I will typically choose non-American carriers when I can. And if I have to choose American carriers, they all tend to disappoint. But for me in particular, United disappoints extremely. What I find particularly curious about this United case is the amount of personal insight and just generally focused negative attention associated with this one particular customer. Now, I've had a variety of bumping experiences. I've had a variety of changed flight experiences with United. They're never particularly pleasant, but I've learned to live with them. And based on learning to live with them, that emotion, that emotion of, oh, well, I'm just flying United, stopped me from flying United about five years ago. And I've decided ever since, when I have the option to purchase the tickets, I will not fly United. And in the case of Australia, I spend between $400 and $800 more per ticket based on the choice not to fly United. For Australia in particular, I fly Qantas now exclusively, it means that when I arrive at the destination, I feel more refreshed. Like there's an actual quantity associated with not going through crazy turbulence, not having the fastened seatbelt sign abused continuously. I mean, it's extraordinary flying Qantas. I've flown Qantas and not had the fastened seatbelt sign go on through the entire flight to Australia. With United, that would never be the case. They'd hit every bit of turbulence. They'd use it excessively. It's used on United like crowd control. 
And I feel that. I feel that when I flew with United. And for that reason, I'm not flying with them anymore. And I made this decision before any of the nonsense came out. So on Facebook, I see these posts associated with, you know, the background history of this gentleman and associated with a series of assertions which seem to be constantly contradicted by the information that United itself is putting out associated with the situation. And I just think this is what we've come to, right? I mean, everyone is a corporate target if they have a bad experience. And I don't think this gentleman asked for the circumstances that befell him. I don't think he asked to be bloodied or anything like that. The whole thing seems really, really strange. And I've flown carriers where people have been asked to leave seats and these kind of things. And usually, ideally, this is negotiated for financial benefit or other things. You know, typically financial benefit, usually hotel stays, meals, these kind of things. There's a way on a flight of, I don't know, 70 people that at least one or two of the passengers would be willing to get up and leave the flight for something. But the burden is on United Airlines to do that, to do that in a civilised fashion and not to resort to heavy-handed tactics and the police and these kind of things. The relationship between the American airline industry, that's not just American Airlines, but the US airline industry, and the police and all these other things is very, very curious. They've not realised that improving the quality of travel will increase a loyal customer base. Instead, it's like a lowest common denominator, you know, when in doubt, be really, really heavy-handed. And I think what we've seen here is just a video documentation of something that goes on probably vastly more than we could ever analyse. So from my perspective, certainly with regards to travelling distances, increasingly I opt not to fly on short distances. And on longer distances, I think I'm going to Pennsylvania and New Jersey and these areas next year. I think I'm going to travel by train because I need to have a bit of luxury in my life. And travelling by train I actually really like. I like the pace. Probably get a sleeper, this kind of stuff. My wife will be coming with me. We can do it as a nice trip. And I'm willing to pay a little bit more for that. I've gotten to a stage in my life where I can afford to pay a little bit more for that. But realistically, why subject yourself to this kind of nonsense? And I think increasingly... Companies like United Airlines are going to be seen in their true, somewhat disgusting colours. So when I engaged very briefly with my sister-in-law, who's a travel agent on Facebook associated with this matter, there were a bunch of really heavy-handed men, the leader of which used to be my sister-in-law's boss until he was fired, who came in with just these really heavy-handed arguments. In fact, I don't even engage with people like that. I just say, you know, thank you, I'm going to bow out of this argument at this point, or I'm going to bow out at this stage, and just leave them to simmer. In, of course, they always post afterwards and all this kind of stuff. But this is the nature of the experience on Facebook now. It's a lowest common denominator experience. It's the united experience in social media. And increasingly, it's just not what I'm about. It saddens me, actually, because I like posting photographs and these kind of things on Facebook. I like having this kind of communication. But when it comes to discussing serious issues... I'll save it for short funk. Tom Barbelay and San Jose signing out.